Episode 106, Part 3 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I am your host, Sean. So, hi everybody. Welcome to Part 3. In this part, we don't bring you nerd news. Actually, we talk because it was premiere week this week. Um, We bring you our opinions of some of the newest shows that have hit TV. Or the the shock and awe of the return of one particular show. That's right. Um, We talk Gotham, where you find that Ed and I are kind of split. Mm-hmm. We're split on our opinion of the show, but yet we're both in agreement on what what the outcome could be. Yes, what's weird? <laughs> you might say I'm the glass half full type in this ep- in this scenario, which never happens. That's right. <laughs> you know, and then uh, we give you Gotham. I um, give I give Ed the biggest shock of my life <laughs> by talking about Ages of Shield. And by the way, it's spoiled. It's spoiled, so just in case if you haven't seen it, you might want to, when I when Ed says, well, just tell me what it is, and I go on, like, I guess, you know, do like five, ten minutes in later, and then yeah. you, you'll be past it, you know, or, do, 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 just sing that tune when you're here listening to it. <laughs> the girl from Ipanipa. Um, and then uh, we talk, well, I talked about a show that I know Ed didn't see that's based, well, it's the characters are based in Philadelphia, our hometown. Mm-hmm. So, of course, I have to watch it because, you know, very rarely are television shows based on Philly. Yeah. You know, very few, and very few that even last. Right. So I had to give him my review on how to get away with murder. Mm-hmm. And you hear my opinion on that show. So, and there was also a little bonus material for Sci-Fi's new show, Nation Z or whatever. Yeah, uh, forget they're, they're a zombie show that they're trying to. They're obviously cheap ripoff of The Walking Dead. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so keep. Uh, hope you enjoy this episode, and we'll see you at the end, folks. And we're back. You're listening to Geeks live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, Tunes In, and I. Heart Radio. Did I say that twice? No. Okay. It sounded like that, but no. And then follow Aquanet Radio on those apps. You just uh, <laughs> yeah. Tune iTunes Radio and tune in. Those sounded like the same. Oh uh, yeah. Well, did I repeat that? No. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Geeksters, on Instagram at Geeksters Radio, and our Facebook page. You just search Geeksters Radio. There you go. Yes. Last week uh, we changed the uh, we changed the search engine. Yes, options. Just, yeah, just the, the index for us to find us easier now. So. <laughs> yeah, all right. So um, let's talk TV talk, Ed. Uh-oh. I think we got to just got a, a little message somewhere. Yeah, we, had, we did when you were uh, oh, yeah? on break. Yeah, it went blue. Uh, I don't know why it went blue. Yeah, all right, whatever. Anyway, okay, so um, this past week, a couple new premieres. Yes. Uh, you saw one. Yes. I saw two more. Okay. Okay, first let's get... Gotham out of the way. All right. Okay. Um, what'd you think? What a piece of shit. Really? 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 You didn't like it? No. Okay. Well, what was it about? Um, I, I liked it. There was some poor acting choices. I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. But I, I did like some stuff. What didn't you like about it? Uh, let's see. 
Well, I mean, I, I think it, I, th- I think it's along the lines of the poor acting choices. Like, I think that I don't know the gentleman's name. I'm, I'm bad with actors' names, so apologize. Maybe you'll know them. The guy who played Bullock in the show. It's Don Dunaluge. I love him. He was over the top sometimes with some of his acting. I didn't buy him, you know, as Bullock. You know, I'm, I'm not saying I'll go I'm referencing, you know, uh, the, the Batman cartoon or the, you know, the comic books. It just... He didn't, it just didn't, he felt so flat when he was doing some of his lines. Not all of his lines, just some of his lines. It just felt <laughs> like, okay, right, good, good enough. Let's move on to the next scene or, you know, let's move on to the next, you know. Uh, I, I do know what you, I do know what you mean because there was a couple of, um, it just felt like over the top acting. Yeah. Like, um, so bad it was exquisite, exquisite acting. Yeah, exactly, kinda, yeah. Using the Hollywood Babylon uh, spit. Yeah. I mean, there were moments where I did kind of go like, it just didn't feel, some certain scenes didn't feel right. Right. Um, I like, I did like, you know, um, I hope we don't see any more Bruce Wayne. Okay. I agree. Like, to me, you know what? You know who he is. You get, you know it's Bruce Wayne, blah, blah, blah. Um, I, obviously, everyone who's a Batman fan knows the person who killed his parents is Joe Chill. Mm-hmm. Not you know, and so they're obviously the whole setup. I mean, they they played it out pretty well in the first episode. Right. Um, I wasn't too keen. Like, I, I didn't like. I don't know. I don't. I'm, I'm, I don't want to really spoil this. No. But, okay. Fuck but, uh, that. Because at, at this point, you're gonna <clears throat> have to like the thing. I didn't like the scene where the uh, Barbara, the, the girlfriend of uh, Jim Gordon. Was in her. I don't know if she where she was. I don't know because that's the thing. Like I, I, I was like a little lost. Like what location is this? And I like I don't really. I would say it's probably their apartment. She or not, her apartment. They knock. There's a knock on the door. She opens it up. It's the one from Special Crimes. Which um, um, Matoya. She you know, and she comes up and warns and says Jim Gordon's no good because of the cover up that they got this guy Pepper as the thing, and they they shot him, and you know it was all cover up. Right, but like, you know why she did that? Because they were friends. They were lovers. Oh, really? Montoya in the comic books is a lesbian. Okay. Yeah, I'm just saying because she actually has a relationship with um, Karen Kane, um, Batwoman. Okay. So I mean, like knowing that she was a lesbian, my first instinct was that it's an ex girlfriend. I mean, that's but that's beside the point. Okay. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, it took away from like because it's just like I'm, I, I was thinking okay I'm watching this maybe this is for kids that's that's how I you know because some of the okay. acting was like really it's like you know like <clears throat> just smack in the face like pay attention pay attention pay attention all right, all right. and you're like okay okay I'm like an eight year old like I don't want to watch this show da, da, da. and all of a sudden there's this that scene and it's just like it's that drama-esque CW crap that they put in and you're like Really, it's yeah, going it's on Fox, but all right, right I, 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 I hear what you're saying. I mean, the, the CW does it so well, where they they like that tomorrow people. Well, yeah, it's, and, they and, add that little bit of a soap opera element, right? To it, to it. and it, and it's just like ugh, now now like like I'm I'm like I'm like fuck, like uh, I don't know if I want to keep watching this. Like, I I don't care about like <clears throat> lesbians. Fine, that didn't bother me at all. It was just that whole drama aspect. I'm like, oh god, like no. I mean, like, it was going in one direction, and then they try to take a turn because they want to add another element to it. And I'm like, no. I, I think they're trying too hard to make everybody connected. Like, for me, I didn't like the fact that Catwoman was there when the Waynes got murdered. Right. 
And then I didn't like that. I, and then I was she like, just she was just crawling around like in like certain scenes. Well, she was I, there. I saw I saw this cute little meme where doesn't you know it's her perched on like the the like by the cemetery mm-hmm. and. Doesn't utter another word in the entire episode. Still a better Catwoman than Halle Berry. You know? <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, I think the character is cute. She's right. adorable little girl who's playing Cat, who's playing Selena Kyle. Right. I like the scene where she was going through and she knifes the bag, grabs yeah. the milk. The whole pickpocket. Pick that was neat. It's great. You know what? I like that. The fact that she was there when the Waynes got murdered annoyed me only for the fact that it's they're trying too hard to connect Catwoman and Batman together. Right. Uh, to me, that that like, like, it's supposed to be about the cops. So that's the reason why I hope we don't see more about the Wayne. I hope we don't see more Bruce. Right. But they have a big actor playing Alfred. You know, he's been in a bunch of stuff. All right. You know, so to me, it's like you're going to see little things with Bruce in it. And I'm like, you know what? The story is not about Bruce. It's about Gotham City. It's about the cops. It's right. about it's about the rise of power of the guy. You know, like the guy playing Penguin. I liked. You know, I thought he was good. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I did like those scenes because I, I didn't like he looked like a weaselly kind of thing. Yeah, and I, you know, it was like okay, that that I that I appreciated. Yeah, I didn't like I didn't like the I didn't like the Edward Migna. Neither did I. That the was, fact that he works for the police that he's a, one of their guys and, and, he, and he constantly is like like blah 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 like like giving riddles and it's like, it's like oh we get it yeah we get it his Ed name's That's, Ed likes riddles I get like, it it's like yeah. It's like, like smack oh. in the face. Keep keep going, you know. Like, like I, right. I guess it's supposed to be at this point where you know you're hopefully like you're watching somebody who's never doesn't know anything about Batman, and then goes, oh, you know who that is? That's going to be the Riddler. You know, nice. You know, you're like, oh, uh, you know, what I think it is because my I have the, uh, the, the what do you call it? The, <laughs> you get the volume my, back. My computer's going click click. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't. I was like, all right, that's too fucking on the nose. Right. Like. I'm like, okay, you establish him. The one the one thing I did like, uh-huh. one of the things I liked was the stand-up comic that was performing for Fish Moon. Yeah. He is, they, you know, because of course you're going to address who's going to be the Joker. Right. That's the big question. Are you going to address the Joker? The people who created the show said there's going to be a couple of people who could be the Joker. That stand-up comic, if you read The Killing Joke, is potential to be the Joker. Because he was a failed stand-up comic in that, you know, that's his origin story in The Killing Joke. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if they're going to try to do the old, you know, um, Tim Burton Batman where they're going to try to make Joe Chill, the guy who killed Thomas and Martha Wayne, if they're going to try to make him into Joker. Joker, a la Tim Burton's Batman. I, I don't know. Like... I thought he was too fat because of that. I mean, I know... He no, was- no, no, no. He he was a patsy. He was, he was not the guy who actually... The guy that they... They, well, no, I mean, with the, the guy in the mask that you didn't see his face, you just oh, saw his yeah, eyes. Saw his he eyes looked big. He, a... he looked like a big fat guy. No, not to me. It did to uh, me, too. And to me, he looked like an average guy. I mean, he I, was obviously... I saw, I saw it at 1 o'clock in the morning last night. He was night, obviously yeah. half the size of the guy that they fingered, you know, the guy who had the pearls. Yeah. So, I mean, to me, it was like, he looked like a skinny... You might want to try to look at it again. Right. Or, I, maybe I will. Because to me, he looked like an average thug. Except wearing a bandana around his face, so you couldn't see. But he had fancy shoes on. That's kind of like they made a point. Set when, when shiny wore shoes, right? Shiny shoes. Yeah. I wasn't a big fan of Ivy. Like that what, was horrible. That was me, horrible. That this guy Pepper. And I'm like, because I'm like, I'm like Ivy Pepper. I'm like, is that right? Yeah, it's supposed to be her name is supposed to be in the comic book Pamela Isley. You know, okay. that's and she becomes poison ivy. Yeah. But this whole Ivy Pepper or whatever the hell they like like 
You didn't have to put it on the fucking nose. You could have named her Pamela Isley. And why have all these? Ca- why have the whole <coughs> big rogue gallery of, of the, the ones they've well, been thrown out in movies in your face in the first episode? Well, that's because they want to establish. Hey, look, this is this is in the world. This is supposed to be. This is supposed to be everybody's origin story. Everybody, all at once, pretty much. I mean, you're gonna you're supposed to see. Like, I personally, you know, I'm hoping that they. They obviously threw as much in the kitchen sink as they could in the first episode. But now I want to see, like, just stick with Penguin. All right. Stick with the rise of Penguin. Let's say they're doing, like, you know. Well, that's, that's the preview look like for this. It was gonna right. Be like, like, just stick with him and how he gains the power and how he overthrows Fish Mooney. Because mm-hmm. that's what I heard the plot for this season is. I don't need Edward Nigma going, remember this kind of thing. I was like, fuck no. Come on. You know, here's the problem, though. Well, the way I look at it, Fox can't cancel their show. Yeah. They can't because, you know what? I guarantee you because Netflix has already bought the rights to air season one already. Okay. Right before, like, the, um, the, the, it's supposed to start in, they're supposed to upload season one in either August or September of next year. All right. And on top of that, Fox, believe it or not, is in a position where they couldn't turn down these season either. Because they, um, Warner Brothers had them sign a deal that they cancel the show. They actually have to pay for the full season. Wow, okay. So they're kind of, Fox is kind of stuck in this position where the show sucks. We're fucked. We, we got to have at least one season. Right. Now, granted, now, I, I do want to mention this fact, just, just to say, just to say it. A lot of times the first episode could be crappy and the yeah. rest of the season goes well. <clears throat> so I'm saying I'm going to give it more one shot. Yeah, I'm, you know? I'm not going to – I'm not bailing either. I mean I'm interested in seeing where it's going because right. I, I like some of the characters. I like Donald Luge. I, I always, I've always liked him in everything he's done. Uh-huh. You know, I did find not just him but some of the other acting more comic book oriented than more police drama. Right. I was expecting more of a Hill Street Blues kind of, you know, like gritty crime with, with – but knowing that all the cops are crooked except for Jim Gordon, yeah, it a lot of it's going to circle circle well, around Jim Gordon trying them trying to dirty him up, right? And that and that that kind of bothered me in the fact of when, like like when you first meet him, he like the pills, you know, the guy you know, has the gun to the head of the the police, guard, yeah. you know, thing, and yeah. they, you know pills, and he you know gets the gun all, and they're like. Well, you know, you should have shot him. Then we, you know, you should have let it go because then we would have shot him dead and blah blah blah. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's stupid. But I'm like, whatever. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to ignore that. You know, just yeah. It's it... supposed to be. It's supposed to kind of paint the picture that all the cops are dirty. That they. That... And then, of course, though, when he when he goes to Fish <clears throat> Mooney to find out why he, you know, like get the truth of why he, right. you know, like they got pinned on Pepper, this guy Pepper. Yeah. And then he's upside down, and then Falcone stops him, and then he's like. I knew your father, you yeah, know, like, that, blah, blah, blah. That, like, it sounded like Falcone was the good guy. Um, like, like, oh, see, to like, me, uh, like, yeah, fucking cops are dirty, but, you know, we, we mobsters, we keep us all in line, like, kind of thing. I see, wow, well, wow, well, you might, I'm gonna, I, I saw it differently than you did. Yeah, because I'm gonna, I'm gonna suggest maybe because it was one o'clock in the morning, you might have been half asleep. Nope, I was wide awake. Okay, because to me, it was the classic. I'm the guy who actually runs this city. The cops work for me. Yeah. And because I knew your father, and he's probably the only man I ever really respect, that's the reason why you're alive today. To Because your your father was a decent man. Like, not, like... Like, like but that's that's the but that's the thing. Like, this criminal is telling you, like, you know, since your father's a decent man, I'm I, letting you live. See, no, but I think it was more along the, like, the thin line of 
look, you either, I'm letting it go this time, but you either start playing ball or I'm not going to let it go next time. Right. That's like, it was like an underlying threat of, you know what? I knew your father. That's the reason why you live, but play ball. Right. You know, get in line with everybody else because we run this city. We tell what's going on. I, maybe, maybe not. Like I said, again, it's, it's too. It's interpretation. That's yeah, it's, why it's I, very, very, that's very. That's how tough. I saw it. It's interpretation. But the way I was just like, it was like making like, 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 I'm a good guy. Like, yeah, well, I'm a businessman. And, you know, well, blah, blah, blah. Say that. You it, know, like, again, that's the comic book aspect. Uh, you know, the, I know, the I know. over the top acting like, no, I'm a good guy. Uh, to be honest, I mean, see how we're kind of split? Yeah. A lot of the reviews were that way, too. Like, a lot of people, like, it, it has potential to be a good show, but, boy, that first episode really was bad. Yeah. Like, it definitely, like, they went kind of like how we're split, in a way. Right. It's kind of how a lot of critics were kind of describing it, going, I like some stuff, but then some stuff was really bad. We're all kind of crossing our fingers and hoping for the best yeah. that maybe let's give it, like, a couple episodes to see where it's going to go before we start going, this is really shit. Right. Now... I want to go on to. I'm sorry. You have anything else to add? Uh, just the you know like I you know like the the ones the one thing that kind of bothered me through it all like was when they when they they were fighting Pepper when he was trying to escape and Gordon was chasing him yeah. through the roof and all this yeah and finally he's like ordered under him and he's ready to like kill him like stab him right and then uh, Bullock shoots him to right. save Gordon's right. life and after the fact is is that they go they figured out they might have set up an innocent man, you know, in this crime, right. you know, particular that, you know, that, that they could go to jail or they could, their careers would be over. And I'm thinking, how is that possible? Like, well, okay. You suspected of murder, you know? Wow. Okay. That's because the mayor made a big deal out of it. They, he wanted it closed as quickly as possible. Yeah. So they set up this guy to take the fall. Right. But now if it comes out saying that he's innocent, then you know you're gonna have the Wayne power behind it. Like even though he's a nine year old, kid, a ten year old kid, or thirteen yeah. year old kid, it's still in the public eye. You murdered the wrong man. That can't be good for the mayor who was standing on television going, "Look how awesome we are." Yeah, I, I think that that's okay. wh- that's kind see, of. I didn't see that kind of undertone, like yeah. vibe from it. Yeah, I'm like I'm like technically he has a rap sheet. You know, right? And 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 he was and he was he's a scumbag. It's one scumbag going to kill a cop. You yeah. know, like kind of thing. It's just like, how is that still wrong for them? Like not to lose, because, lose their job because it's going to come out that if they if it comes out that they he's the guy that they arrested for the murder of the Waynes. If it turns out that he's actually innocent, then you technically, even though he was a criminal, he was innocent of this crime. Yeah, so he's you about did, to kill a cop. Yeah, I I understand that, but again, it's that whole like mentality of like the mayor and the it's it's a crime. Reading. They say if you go if you go to Philadelphia and a cop's on the ground, another cop shooting, neither one of them are going to lose their job. Right? Oh, I know that. Uh, you know, I would hope that in almost any you know, yeah, and I I think most most metropolitan you know uh, metropolitan whatever major metropolitan. Thank area. you. We'll have that same kind of philosophy. <clears throat> I, I, I mean, like I said, there were a lot of holes in the in the premiere. It wasn't. I wouldn't say. I'm not saying I loved it, but I'm also not saying I hate it. I guess I'm looking to be more optimistic, and you're being more pessimistic. Exactly. And I, that's funny because a lot of the reviewers were the same way. A lot of people were more leaning more towards optimistic than pessimistic, but then some people were being more pessimistic than optimistic. 
Like I said, I, I have to, I have to, I have to get a couple more shows yeah, to get everything. It's, it's got to start. Like, but unless they, unless they, something goes, wow, like holy crap, like I can't wait for next week. Okay, it's done. That's a good segue into Agents of Shield. Uh, <laughs> okay, because you and I saw it first season. Agents, I was, I'm sitting there. I'm like, first season. You and I are both kind of jazzed. Yeah. Like, this is going to be great. This is awesome. A Marvel TV show based upon the Marvel Universe that's out there. This is going to be awesome. Wow, this is really boring. Yeah. Wow, there's nothing going on. Well, it's supposed to tie in with Captain America. Maybe they'll start feeding the... No, it's still kind of boring. Yeah. Okay, well, Captain America's out. Oh, crap. S.H.I.E.L.D. is part of... Hydra's part of S.H.I.E.L.D. S.H.I.E.L.D.'s no longer around. This is kind of awesome in the movie. But the TV show, that's when the TV show started picking up for me. It was like a little bit of the, like, okay, now we're kind of... And because it did become one centralized plot through the rest of the season. Yeah. Um, season two started. Yes. And I did DVR and I will watch it. Yeah, well, I'll get you... I'll get you home in time for you to be able to watch it, Ed. <laughs> um, it was really fucking good. Really? Like it's like my it's funny. Um, the guy who plays Agent Coulson, he um, was on Preston Steve earlier this week, I think, mm-hmm. to, to you know to obviously to talk about it. And um, Greg Clark, yeah, yeah. And he even admits that the first season was kind of crappy because they didn't know <laughs> because they didn't know what they were doing. They didn't know what to do, where to go, what was going on. So it was like now because Captain America is behind them and all that stuff. Now we know what we got to do. We're going to hit the ground running, and you're going to be blown away. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, they added Lucy Lawless. Okay. They had the Absorbing Man in this episode. Did they? And my dad, who's not, you know, not a comic book fan, never really reads comics. Never, I don't think he's ever read a comic book. Mm-hmm. Really liked the portrayal. He's like, that, and my dad's like, I really hope we see more of that guy because he was fucking badass. Like, he <laughs> was like, that guy was awesome. The actor they got, they even did like a little homage to the whole wrecking ball that he used to carry in the mm-hmm. whole thing. It was really, and the, 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 it was really good. Okay. Lucy Lawless is now in the episode, now oh. in, the, in the show. Um, now, if you remember the season finale of last year, uh-huh. um, it was Fitz and Simmons. Right. Okay. Fitz is the dude. Simmons is a chick. Mm-hmm. Fitz had, um, you know, they were underwater and he had a case of the bends, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he was in the hospital and they said he recovers. Mm-hmm. What's going on with his character, he's not fully 100% recovered. Okay. So there is something that happens at the end of this episode that my dad and I, I went, holy shit, you got to be kidding me. Wow. And I was like, fuckers hooked me. They hooked me in for season two. Really? In episode one, it was like, I did not see that coming. I didn't, holy crap. You know, I'm like, now I got to see where this plays off because, and then like, and then. You're not going to tell me? No, I'm not going to tell you because you're going to watch the episode. Right now, there's probably people... Oh, you want me to tell you? Yeah. All right. So, the entire time, you know, you see Fitz and Simmons. And it, this is really the holy fuck moment. Um, it, it deals with the two of them. Um, Fitz is having problems, like, remember, remembering words. And yeah. Simmons is there to kind of help him, like, kind of push him to get yeah. the right words and stuff. And they're trying to get him to work on a cloaking device, a cloaking machine for the ship, mm-hmm. their the plane, you know, okay. so they can move around. And the whole time he's struggling, and Simmons is like, you know, it's okay, you know, you'll get it, you'll get it, that kind of thing. And and then you're like, all right, fine, it's kind of dandy. And at the end, 
one of the other, like when they were trying to um, secure. Also, you got a nice teaser for the Agent Carter show that's going to happen. Okay. Because Agent Carter, and it starts off with Agent Carter and the, what do you call it, the Howling Commandos. Mm-hmm. They're all in it. Oh, really? Yeah, like uh, Dum Dum and then the Asian guy. Yeah. Like, they're all there for the scene. It became very um, Raiders of the Lost Ark-esque because they're going after, um, like, artifacts that Hydra has picked up. Very, I called it Warehouse 13, if you remember that show. Yes. Or for those people who are even older... The uh, Friday the Thirteenth the series uh, okay. where they had cursed items and right. they were going to get they were grabbing the cursed items and, and also very a la Raiders of the Lost Ark where there's a big warehouse filled with stuff mm-hmm. you know so what happens is is that you know during this mission there's a moment where they steal a plane that has cloaking capabilities mm-hmm. and they're like. You know, no one knew about that. And they're like, well, why, why is that happening? Mm-hmm. And what's his name? Colson pretty much says, you know, well, since Simmons left, Fitz hasn't been himself lately. And you're like, what? And then they flash to Fitz and Simmons and they're talking and the camera does this pan and Simmons disappears. It's all in Fitz's fucking head. What? Uh, exactly. <laughs> like Wait, what? Simmons, Simmons is not part of the team. Really? She left Shield. Wow. But Fitz is hallucinating her. Oh wow. And he's talking to her and he's having conversations with her. And she's doing the whole like helping him through stuff. And when that camera pans, like she's standing there, and I'm like, what the Colton say? And they kind of pan back around as they're having this conversation, and she's gone. And he's like throughout most of the show. She's been kind of tapping his shoulder, and he's putting his hand on her shoulder. He reaches up and pats his shoulder, symbolizing that that he still thinks it's her hands there. Wow. And I'm like, what? (laughs) You're fucking kidding me. I was like, no way. Like, it it came out of left field. Because I figured, okay, well, the gang's all together. Right. They have, what's his face, the the dude from season one who's the bad guy. I forget his name. Striker or whatever. I forget his name. I should really... I am to be in. <laughs> Whoever. He's in like this under... He's basically fucking Hannibal Lecter. They have him in a cell where it's like a whole electrified kind of fence kind of thing. And they have Sky go down to talk to her. Talk to him. And he's got like a beard. And he's got scars. Because apparently he's having a hard time adjusting. You know. But he's being completely, totally honest. But he's very Hannibal Lecter-ish. Because yeah. he's obviously trying to be as honest as he can to show that he wants to change. Mm-hmm. You know. So it's like, yeah, all right, I can see where that's oh, going to go. Ward? Ward, yes. Yeah, okay. You know, because he's still alive. Yeah. Um, Lucy Lawless, I'm curious to see what goes. I don't want to, you know, that's kind of like a, that's something that's going to take place over the next couple, I think probably the season. Okay. With Lucy Lawless's character. But because S.H.I.E.L.D. is so shattered, scattered, they have to hire like mercenaries. And Lucy Lawless is kind of like the head of the mercenaries. I have a big question. Yeah. I, have to, I need an answer for right now. Patton Oswalt's character. What's up with that? They haven't said. They haven't touched it. He's in it. Okay. He's there. They haven't once touched on, like, how did he, like, is he a clone? Is he a a life decoy model? Like, Mm. you have not seen anything like that. Like, they haven't addressed that yet. Okay. Um, Trying to think what else. uh, Yeah, they didn't touch on that. Because that would be my first question. Be like, uh... Adrian Passar, the general, he's in it in this episode, you know, to kind of continue on. But they're all like, like it's basically like they're all they're the A team. 
Okay. Kind of because now they're all wanted by they're all wanted criminals. So now it's the go- it's the government's job to try to round them all up. Yeah. You know, and then they have the absorbing man who's working for a guy who um works for Hydra obviously. Right. But there's a little bit of a of a button with him in it because of what happens with Agent Carter kind of thing. And you're like, "Ooh, this should be good." Okay. But the thing that really hooked me was the Fitz and Simmons thing. It was like, "What?" Like it kind of like that's like what's going to happen with them? I'm like I I don't I don't know. I mean like I'm like those sons of bitches hooked me in, you know, with this little thing because I like that duo and then to see Fitz so fractured as a person makes me kind of bummed because yeah. I like their characters. Yeah. But to have her not there and it's all in his head and it's like it seems to be like Coulson's only keeping him around because he feels responsible for what happened to him because he's not useless but he's not the same guy anymore mm-hmm. and he hasn't been like. He was almost good, but because Simmons left, he completely shattered. You know, as as far as his ability, and yeah. it's like, so I think Colson feels kind of obviously partly he is partly responsible for what happened, right? And that's why he's keeping him around. But so they have to kind of work around Fitz and his condition to get stuff done. That's the reason why they they stole the Harrier jet with uh, the the cloaking the device, cloaking device okay. rather than wait for Fitz to actually reverse engineer or create one himself right. because he has almost the inability to do it because he needs Simmons apparently for some reason, because I guess because he's, because he, you know, let's face it from season one, you know, he loves her, mm-hmm. you know, but it was definitely like a, Oh, you sons of like, you did it. Like you, you made me go like in the beginning. <laughs> I'm going to watch this show now. You sons of bitches. It was like in the beginning, I'm just like, my arms are kind of crossed. And I'm just like, <laughs> Oh, why am I doing this to myself? Like, Fuck, I'm gonna, you know, like, all right, season two. <sighs> you know, I know we didn't talk about talking about it on the air. You know, I don't Let's see when it gets canceled. Yeah, I'm like, you know what? Let's see how they're gonna ride this one out. Cause, you know, they have at least until May to try to, you know, entertain us because Cap uh, Avengers 2 comes out yeah. in May, you know, first weekend in May. So, like, are they gonna do the old. Uh, we're going to just do, you know, we're going to, all this season is going to be as a build up to, you know, Avengers 2, or is it going to be its own? Are you going to break away from the family, become your own individual? Mm-hmm. Like, don't ride the coattails of the cinematic universe, get a scroll set of balls and become your own show. You know, that's how I felt going in. And I'm just like, we'll see. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And by the end, I was like, son of a bitch, I need to fucking see what happens next week. <laughs> you know, because th- by the previews, Absorbing Man's still in it. Yeah. You know, and um, what's her face? Um, Mignong's character, uh, yeah. May, yeah. is going after him for some reason. She's on a motorcycle, like, looking badass. But she's always a badass. Uh-huh. You know, and I'm like, and of course, there's the whole, like, what did Coulson write on the board? To me, it always looks like a circuit board, but yeah. I-, I could be wrong. But it's definitely, they, they definitely gave you, like, all right, well, this is what's going on. But that ending was really like, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, fuck, now I'm in. <laughs> now I'm, I'm fucking it. Like, son of a bitch. I'm like, wow. Way to go, Joss. You know, like, like I mean, obviously, Joss is the executive producer and his brother's Jeb's the more right, head writer Sean, kind of thing. Yeah. But I'm like, all right, you guys did it. You guys sucked me in for, uh, for a second season. All right. Because I was really just kind of like, I was blown. I was like, my mouth was open. Like, what? So next week, folks, find out if I got sucked in. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Leave it. 
Yeah. Now, the third and final thing I want to touch on, right. as far as TV premieres go, is this new show. And the only reason why I'm bringing it up because it's hometown f- flavor. Okay. It's How to Get Away with Murder. <laughs> okay. It's Viola Davis's new show, and it's set in Philadelphia. Okay. And she's a defense attorney who also is a, a professor at a law school in Philadelphia. Mm. A made up name, by the way. It's not, I figured, like, but of course, they do the establishing shots of like Philly at night, Philly during the day kind of thing to kind of right. make sure you know you're in Philadelphia. Yeah. <clears throat> but I'm not sure if this show is going to make it. Okay. Because not a single person in this show has any redeeming qualities. Really? They're all fucking scumbags. Wow. Like, she's a scumbag. The students, like, it's it, it basically, like, it, and it's through. I thought it was going to be one of those shows where she's teaching, like, she's doing, she's teaching a class, mm-hmm. and that these students are going to learn how to become lawyers through her, or maybe she learns, like, kind of like a little, like, house. Like, she's yeah. the pain in the ass. She's the lawyer version of house. Okay. A complete bitch. Right. But the show opens up with the four kids trying to discuss how to get rid of a body. And you're going, oh, all right, it's probably a final, like, a thing. But during, during through the course of the first episode... She's fucking some dude. Her husband, who's a professor, is fucking a, a, a student. One of her partners is fucking one of the four. Wow. And it's like, and then her husband's the one that's dead in the episode. Jeez. And I'm like, so the four kids, students, it looks like the four students killed the husband. Where's she at? Like, it had so many... It went in all these different directions at one shot to a point where I almost got lost a couple times. Really? I mean, I, I mean I'm, I like to consider myself a intelligent viewer. Yeah. You know, like I... I can go with that. You know, to, for me to go, I got a little lost a couple times, says something about what was going on in that episode. It was a lot of convoluted, like, because it was, you know, it started off here, then it flashed, it went back in time. Then it did like a, it was like it played with time a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, it was to establish at least the four students. It had the one student, you know, and then it flashed forward to the the crime aspect. Okay. And then you know when the second then the another person had like the final say of that scene, it flashes back and focuses on that person. So you find out like this one the one dude fucks another dude. I don't know if he's gay or if he just did it to get this information to help her with this case about okay. it was just like and then there's the one girl who's just they're all despicable people. Ah. Oh. You know, there's one kid who seems to be kind of the good kid of the bunch. Uh-huh. But you can kind of tell that it's just going to be a matter of time before he gets corrupted. I think it's because he's <laughs> or, a, or he's a deeper story that's more yeah or sinister he, than the yeah. Other or he's ones. supposed to be the story that anchors him to all this fucking vileness and just out. It's it became very soap opera-ish. Uh-huh. Like you know, she's married to you know to a, a professor there too, but he's banging coeds. She's banging this dude, but this dude's a cop who should have been on duty and said he was banging her on the clock uh-huh. that she brings into this court case to discredit him, you know, so to help, you know, herself win the case. Oh, so you don't know if she did it on purpose or if she actually has. Then the kid, the, the, I'm going to say the hero, like the kid who just got uh, accepted to the school two days before the first day of class. Uh-huh. 
he walks in on her banging this guy or this guy basically in between her legs, you know, so she almost kind of comes on to him with this whole story of like my husband and I are trying to kid, you know, like this whole convoluted, like you don't know if she's acting to feel, get sympathy for her. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't go and squeal on her, but it just seemed to be like this whole, like, come like, Oh, it was way too much. Right. And I, you know, my dad and I are going to continue to watch it All only right. to kind of see maybe hopefully, because again, first episode, you they don't wanna, know. Yeah, right, yeah. You don't know. So you kind of want to ride it out a couple episodes just to see if, if it straightens itself out or if it becomes more linear linear mm. than all this pop, 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 pop. Like, here's an image. Here's a scene. Here's a scene. Here's a scene. And it's up to you to kind of piece it all together. Right. Because I'm like, you know what? I fucking do way too much during the normal day to actually have to sit down and decode a television show. Right. Like, just go from point A to point B and as little as... Conf- I mean, you could be as confusing, sure, but... Not to the point where I'm scratching my head going, what the hell does this have to do with that? Like, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm sure eventually it's all like one big giant plot hole. You know, it'll all fill itself out at some point. Right. But to me, it was just like, you know, it was, it was way too much, way too soon. I would rather have had those kids hiding a body because it's a class project that you'd find out at the end it was a class project. Not the professor's dead husband that they were burning in the woods. <laughs> like, uh, and I'm just like. Well, the way the way the premise I thought of the commercial was the fact is that these law students, like how to get away with murder, was just basically they would like have like every week come up with a scenario, and then the guy, the teacher, goes no because of blah blah blah. Like they'd be this like superstar of teaching him like why you can't right or like, how to get away with murder. And because she's a defense attorney, you figure okay, she's teaching these people like you know. It, it, I felt it was going to be so similar to that, but it was going to be along the lines of because she's also practicing law at the same time, mm-hmm. that they were going to be part of her like, process, like part of her process right. to kind of, you know, like maybe they help her look at stuff from a different way because she's so jaded and so harsh mm-hmm. as a defense attorney, you know. And that's the thing is she's a defense attorney. Notoriously, defense attorneys in TV and movies are scumbags. Mm-hmm. So this doesn't, but this doesn't hold back any punches either, you know. And I think it's like on ABC, I think it is. It, it and it's like and it's ten o'clock, so it got it got pretty risque, even mm-hmm. for me. I mean, like they're like for not even even for me. Like I mean, what I mean by Whoa, that is nudity. Well, no, what I mean by yeah. that is I've never seen ABC do a male gay love scene. Yeah, like for ABC, I'm like that's that's ball, ballsy, right? You know, so I'm like, but again, it's from ten to eleven, so I think that they're they want to push the envelope a little bit because they're losing the market to the cable market. Like it's on. I think Thursday nights, I think. I think. Maybe or Wednesday nights. I don't remember, but it, it definitely, if you look on a schedule, I'm sure it's up against some heavy hitters. Right. You know, I, I got a bad feeling. I don't think I don't think the show's going to last the first season. Wow. I, I would be surprised if, if it, it lasts after Christmas. No. Yeah, you know, because it was so, like, there was, there was nobody in that show that I liked. Like, you know, you usually try to hope, like, even with House, as much of a prick as he was, he, he was, was still... Right. He was still uh, he was he was a likable character because you liked the fact that he was a dick and didn't hold back. Right. Here she's a bitch and she doesn't hide it, but she hides so much other stuff. Right. You know, and then all the students are supposed to be bright eyed and you know like we're doctors in house. It's like we want to help people, and he's like, why? You know, like everybody, the whole everybody lies things. Right. Here, this show kind of takes the premise of all these law students who want to become defense attorneys who worked who busted their asses to make sure they got her class. Are fucking despicable people. 
<laughs> like it's like it's not even the fact that you're a, a shitty lawyer. It's you're a shitty person who wants to be a defense attorney. Why? Because you want to you want to get the killer, the rich, famous killers off, mm. rather than she even slams one kid for the fact that like well you can you can either stick with my class and do this job and become an awesome lawyer or you can go work at one of those regular law firms fill out a bunch of paperwork and wind up eating a bullet in four years and I'm sitting there going well that's really a positive attitude towards the, I'm sure a shitload of lawyers are watching the show going fuck like you know yeah. it's just like and I'm sure there's a defense attorneys that are watching the show who are potential like this show is not going to get anybody to want to become a lawyer right it's definitely not um, not saying that House got every people lining up to become doctors, but I'm saying I would have appreciated more of it. If I had a doctor more like House, I'd probably be appreciative, you know, right. like, especially the kind of person that he was. But, yeah, I mean, that, that's pretty much it. I, I'm, it's one of those things, like, it's, well, it's from Philadelphia, so I feel like I kind of have to watch it. <laughs> but I also kind of like, I don't know if I could stand it. But speaking of Philadelphia, I don't know if you know, my dad was watching that sci-fi show, um, Day Zero or something like that. There's a zombie show okay. on sci-fi yeah. where it's like a, basically the sci-fi version of The Walking Dead. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yes. Uh, yeah, if Nation Zero. I right. forget what it is. But Nation Dad, Z. I think Nation Z, thank you. Yeah. He can't. He's like, the show sucks. He's like, but I had to tape the third episode because it's set in Philadelphia. Now, the premise is these, it starts in New York, uh, and they're supposed to go to California to take this guy to California because apparently he is the only known guy to survive a zombie bite with not becoming turned into a zombie. And for some reason, California is the only place that has all the doctors to, you know, be able to cure, you know, to find out what the fuck's going on. Right. So they had to go from New York to California. And I'm like, well, if they're doing that, why are they stopping in Philadelphia? <laughs> like, shouldn't they just go right through New York to Connecticut and Ohio, like, Bypass right. Philly altogether. Right. He's like, I don't know. He's like, this show's so horrible. He's like, but I gotta watch see what they do with the Philadelphia one because they're supposed to come across like a bunch of psychos. I'm like, oh, so like typical day in life, Philadelphia, Stop it, right? But there's a scene. He, I'm upstairs in my room because I have no interest in watching the show. And he's watching just for the whole. I can't believe they're fucking doing this like thing. Right. Just the the morbid curiosity factor. I hear him laugh and he goes, Sean, you gotta come down here. So I, I run downstairs and I'm like, what? He's like, you gotta see this. Apparently there's a scene, there's a scene, there's a chase scene. The Liberty Bell is on the back of a flatbed truck. And I'm like, what's Liberty Bell doing on the truck? He's like, I have no idea. They've never established why. <laughs> you know, apparently they're taking it somewhere. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, whatever. I'll, okay, I'm going. And there's this big, like, kind of car chase scene. Um, or there's something happens and the guy slams on the brakes in the truck and does kind of like one of those cur- turns. Yeah. Which causes the Liberty Bell to slide off the the thing and start bouncing down the street, right? <laughs> so you hear that, dong, dong, right? But it's killing zombies along the way. <laughs> like, if it lands, like, there's a, a scene where, the, like, a zombie's hunched over eating some flesh, like, off a yeah. person. The Liberty Bell lands on top of it. You just see a blood splatter as the dong, as it bounces away. <laughs> and I'm like... And then there is like a scene where there's a zombie kind of shambling by the, the the Liberty Bell hits the zombie like from the knees up, disappears, but from the knees there is just still standing there on the <laughs> ground. Legs, yeah. yeah, just the two legs standing on the ground. Dong, dong, as it's killing zombies going down the street, and I'm like, what the hell? And he's like, I told you this show is so bad. 
He's like, I'm not watching after this episode, but I had to call you down for this one because it was just so outrageously stupid. You know, because the special effects are sci-fi movie. Yeah. It's like Sharknado special effects. The over-the-top blood. I'm like, this is well, so... Well, maybe that's why it's called Nature and Z because they... A lot of, well, my, my, I I don't know who coined the phrase, but my father-in-law told me we're sitting there watching sci-fi and like Sharknado, one of the shows, you know, movies is on and he calls it a Z movie because it's not a B movie, it's a Z movie, you know, because it's like the Bob Barrel, but you still watch it because it's funny, you know. Right. It's it's so bad, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely Mystery Science Theater 3000 material. (laughs) But I was watching this, I'm going, you you gotta be kidding me. And then, of course, the guy who survived, like from what I could tell from the short two minute clip that I saw the guy who survived the zombie attacks is a bit of a dick of course right you know um, he tries hitting on the one girl and she's like just because I gotta get you to California doesn't mean I have to get you there in one piece kind of thing right and I'm like oh my god and then the other guy is kind of says something kind of snarky but he's I'm just like it wasn't even funny he's like you, you gotta be kidding me like <laughs> and he's like yeah I'm, I'm he's like I'm done watching after this episode I just had to see how they because it was supposed to be in um, I want to say Bryn Mawr Philadelphia like that's what uh, I'm okay. like. Oh, all right, you know, like, like oh yeah, it was Bermar. I thought it was going to say Bucks County, but no, it wasn't that. It was the other one. So uh, yeah, so that was that was it. That's my TV. <laughs> that's my TV shtick for tonight. Did you see Scorpion? Oh yeah, I did see Scorpion. I'm sorry, yeah. I saw half of it. <laughs> the second half, actually, <laughs> not the first. Because you missed it, or because you're like because I missed it, and I my, we we DVR'd it. Yeah, but the day we DVR'd it, um. Dad was taking the dog for a walk, and we were going to watch Blacklist, so I kind of watched regular TV, and, and just happened to, Scorpion happened to be on. Okay. And it happened to be the diner scene, where the you know the hero of the show is talking to Kathy McPhee, mm. and it's the big commercial where, it's the big ad where, you know what your son's doing? He's playing chess with a grandmaster who's losing. Mm. And then the, then the chubby guy goes, checkmate, Nate moves! Yeah. You know? And, and I'm like... It's he's, he's, he's like, and I hate to tell you this, but your son's a genius. Sin's also ha- is autistic. Uh-huh. So, and so they try to, you know, she doesn't know how to connect with her son. So he's, and he's anti-social. He doesn't know how to deal with humans, really. Uh-huh. And they're trying to do this, you know, like to me, you didn't need the fucking kid. Right. You don't need that little autistic kid shit to make it go, like, just make it a fucking spy show. Right. But even that they failed on because apparently my dad watched the whole episode. Like I, there's a whole scene where they're in the this um, Ferrari and has like the sunroof, uh-huh. and the, they actually had to plug a USB port cable, a USB uh, flash drive into a plane from under the car. I, I, I I'm gonna have to watch it just so I can try to understand like that concept. Like why would there be a USB port? On a, uh, on a on a underneath a plane on the landing gear, like I have no idea because they need that to be able to kind of um, help so it doesn't crash, I guess. But it's like right there, like right. you know. So it was really bizarre. Um, but people were complaining that that Ferrari that they're driving is an automatic, and that car has never been an automatic. Like ah. it's like people who are gonna go and the show shit because you can't even get a car right. Yeah, like they only made that car in a stick. Like, so it's not an automatic, there's no way, let alone have cruise control kind of thing. Yeah. It was definitely like, uh, and it's supposed to be, of course, based on a real person kind of thing. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, probably, I'm like, that's like, how can this be based on a a true story? I'm like, probably is probably about the guy, you know, he probably works for the, you know, 
he's probably that guy's probably true. The bullshit around it are just fluff to make. It's like that new Dracula Untold movie. Yeah, coming out. It's like it's the story of Dracula that you never heard of. Yeah, because it's never existed. You know. <laughs> <laughs> It's like based on. They made it up. Yeah, it's like based on a true story. Yeah, based is that loosely meaning yeah. of go. This person was real. Everything else is dramatic Shit. license. Yeah. Like, um, like to, real quick, um, the president's butler or whatever the name. Uh, uh, yeah, I know the butler. It's called. But it's, yeah, the butler. Yeah, yeah. It. The son of that guy came out and said that movie is a bunch of fucking lies. Yeah. You know, it was just like, yeah, my dad did do that job, but my mom wasn't a bitch. He did, this never happened. This never happened. They they took dramatic licensing. Yeah. You know, I'm like, oh. <laughs> like, oh, beautiful. <laughs> so uh let's uh let's wrap this puppy up. Sounds good. Yeah, you know, we'll uh come back next week. For those of you who have been paying attention or haven't been paying attention, you've been listening to Geeksters Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, Tune In, or iHeartRadio. Just search for Aquanet Radio on those apps. Uh so yeah, so if you um Want? Well, not if you want. For those people listening to us live, if you want to catch the replay, we do have the podcast. Yes. We do break it down. We do put it on podcast This week, form. we'll have six, six parts. Six, six parts. Last week's and this week's. Six, that's right. And we, and for those people who can listen to us live, who don't listen to the podcast version, you might want to, because Ed and I usually intro and outro every part, so right. there's usually some... Special moment. Special moments where I usually get bored and I go half-cocked on something <laughs> yeah. goofy, and next thing you know, it's kind of going, this episode has gone from one hour to two hours. <laughs> it's like, sorry. You know? Sorry, I didn't like the way her boobs looked in that picture. You know? So if you want that extra, go, yeah. to our, go to our Words with Geeks website and download Past, Present, and Future, as well as iTunes. Right. Uh, also, go to Facebook page. Look, search under Geeksters Radio. Also on our Instagram is also Geeksters Radio. Twitter is just Geeksters. Yeah. At Geeksters. Uh, Wordswithgeeks.com uh, is our website. Yep. Past, present, and future episodes. That and iTunes. Go uh, to where to find us to find other places to download us if you don't like to go to our website. Or just tell your friends to go there so they can listen to and laugh along with us. Or the About page on our Geeksters Radio Facebook page to find out. The, where to where to download us. Uh, but if you want to contact Ed, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or if you want to contact Sean, you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. And if you want to contact Erica to find out what the fuck she didn't call in to give her opinion of Gotham, you can contact her at Erica at Erica at wordswithgeeks.com. That's Erica with a K. And we'll see you next week, folks. Bye. And we're back, folks. Welcome back. We hope you enjoyed part three. And if you have been listening since part one, you know that this week's show has been brought to you by Arizona Iced Tea's um, strawberry-flavored half-and-half iced tea, half lemonade. Interesting fact. Yes. Just I'm reading here. It is manufactured for Arizona Beverage United States LLC, Woodbury, New York. <laughs> you know. Uh, Laced under the authority of Innovative Flavors, LOC, based out of Orlando, Florida. Ah. So there you go. So technically, Arizona Iced Tea is made in New York via the licensing through Florida. Orlando, by the way. So you probably could have had this at uh, Disney World. They had our Arizona Tea. Yeah, see, that's why. Yeah. Yeah. Because they own everything in Orlando. (laughs) Disney. I distinctly see Mickey ears and he's <laughs> <laughs> head Mickey somewhere in the can. Yeah. <laughs>
Mm. Did you with some of the new stuff? Did you see the little Mickey head ears anywhere? You... Some, uh, you know, it's 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 some are pretty blatantly player, out there. Right? Like you could tell, like, oh yeah, there it is, right there. Or, yeah. But some of them was just like, no, it couldn't. You know, you know, yeah. they have a book that actually they print every year of hidden Mickey's. Like it's a thin book, and you flip through it, and every ride, every attraction has it where you can find it. Yeah. So blood splatter patterns in the <laughs> Mickey's ears. <laughs> be our guest, be our guest. Those ears are tattooed on my ass. <laughs> All right, so um, yeah, we hope you enjoyed it. And if you enjoyed this fine programming as well as the other two parts, we suggest you listen to us live. And you can do that on Sunday nights from 6 to 9.30-ish Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, iHeartRadio, and Tuned In. Just to try Aquanet Radio on those apps. And don't forget, if you enjoyed this fine program, or if you hated it, well, we hope that you liked it enough to listen to all three parts, <laughs> or maybe you're just a glutton for punishment, you know, but if you are, and you like this, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and like us. Or go to Instagram and follow us at, at Geeksters Radio. Or you can, if you're a Twitter fan, you can follow us on Twitter, too, as well with at Geeksters. I <laughs> <That> really <laughs> fucked that one up. <laughs> But if you want to contact Ed, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Erica at erica at wordswithgeeks.com. And it's Erica with a K. And don't forget to tell your friends to go to wordswithgeeks.com or iTunes to download past, present, and future episodes of our show. Nice. And we'll see you next week. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away.